And then also just like, as <clears throat> like people like in Silicon Valley, like see more and more black people um, create like massive companies that are doing well, like that barrier or that like friction that comes with funding that next black founder becomes that much easier. So it's kind of just like helping to be like a, a trail. Yeah, in that space that allows other people who come behind us um, for it to be a lot easier for them. Welcome everyone to the debut episode of the Paul and Pals podcast. I'm your host, Ponyboy Paul, and Paul and Pals is a podcast where I interview my creative pals to learn how they became who they are today to inspire you for tomorrow. On the debut episode, I have a creative conversation with my pals, Josh and Zoe and David Ia. They are the founders of the tech startup, Easy Wholesale, a business-to-business marketplace for used smartphones. Now, just a heads up, Josh and David aren't related in the slightest, but in this episode, we discuss how they knew they were homies before they even left the womb. We also discuss the money problems they went through and how they managed to lose $5,000 in just one day. And lastly, we wrap up with just how important it is being a black founder in Silicon Valley. So without any further ado, let's get creative. Let's get creative. What y'all drinking? 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 Oh, yeah. You're already right now. Yeah, 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 not an easy time, you know, like yeah. going through a global pandemic. So businesses something, something definitely like taking a hit. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's like been interesting just like being like in this environment and kind of like navigating things and like running a business within it. Um, yeah. I, I think like it's, it's, it's been like a, a really cool experience so far. Um, and like, just like really just like going on for the, like for the ride, you know, like loving it so far. Um, but just got to grind day in day out. And where, and where y'all at right now? Where y'all living? Right now, we are in San Francisco, Cali. Hey, I yeah. see that backdrop. This is our office. Yeah, this is so, uh, this is where we, where we do work. Yeah, I mean, took working from home to another level, yo. I mean, we had to. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I converted our living room into, uh, into our office. I feel that. Like, I feel we're that. in here pretty much, like, all day, usually. Like, oh, like, have y'all been able to leave? Like, 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 bro, like, to be honest, like in the last month, I probably have not gone more than like three blocks away from this <laughs> apartment. You dead ass? Yeah, bro. Like we have like a CVS down the street, like a grocery store across the street. So like literally I'll just go there, like buy something like quick and come right back. <laughs> yeah. Even, even even like Costco is like three, four blocks from us. So like I haven't That's gotten of, You haven't gone to Costco? No, we, I mean, I have. Oh, I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we go bulk up like once a month, just like uh, buy everything. 
But, but, but. Uh, we're starting to get some more. in and out. And uh, so what I want to start with is just overall, I kind of want each of y'all to take some time to actually introduce yourselves, like who you are, who you guys are. So yeah, okay. uh, let me start with David. What about right, yeah, you? Yeah, who, are you? who are you, bro? Yeah, man. So I am David Ia. Um, I'm originally from North Carolina, uh, but I spent like most of my life in Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. Um, my background is software. I was a photographer for like four years. Um, so I like pretty much like went to, to college, worked in software for three years and then like hated it. And I like really, really wanted to like control my location and my place. Yeah. No, 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 sorry. My, my location and my time. So me and Josh, we like started this in 2017 and it like took off. So I moved to NOLA from Florida, spent about six months there. And then it just took off more and now we're here. That's crazy. Bro. So you just decided to just go to NOLA just cause, like that was like you didn't think twice about it or what? No, no, oh, so, I, 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 I did. I, I did. Josh, hard on it, bro. I was like, NOLA. I was like, I was like, bro. Why like, would I like live there? Visiting there is dope, but like living there. Yeah, yeah. NOLA, NOLA's fun. Like turn out that Mardi, that Mardi Gras was was a, was a time. Wow, like, you know, consistently, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, yeah, um, yeah. You wanted the vibe, bro. Hey, David. Paul, you should have lived it, bro. Hey, you should have. You should have lived we'll, it. We'll talk off. We'll talk off screen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate you uh, with that little intro, David. Let me hear about you, Josh. Yeah. So, um, Nigerian, born and raised. You know, gotta represent. Hey, uh, also, that's right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, people trying to submit resumes. They don't know what y'all uh, hey, I mean, yeah. honestly, like we hey. we we are hiring. So okay, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so grew up in North Carolina. Also, like uh, same town as David. Um, so I guess like fun fact about us, we uh, like our parents are best friends, and so David and I were born ten days apart, right? What? So it's not birthday. Uh, it's not birthday. Uh, mine. I'm July sixth. He's July sixteenth. Okay. Yeah. Hey, okay. So all right. Okay. Best comes last, though. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Hey, I'm, still the, I'm still leading the way, though. I'm still leading the way. Uh, okay, okay. Anyway, so the story goes is like when our moms were pregnant and would hug, we would hug too. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I've literally yeah. known him. I've literally known him since the womb. Yeah, That's too long. Since the womb. And like, That's um, not yeah, like, even on top of that, like my due date was actually July 16th like on his birthday, but I came out early. I was like, bro, like, I got to go figure this out. I got, <laughs> I got us. I got us. <laughs> so so, so, I, so I, I came out 10 days early, you know, uh -huh. figured things out. And like, here we are. Here, here we, are. we are. Yeah. 2020. But yeah, uh, all right. So like, bit on my background. Sorry, bro. Yo. <laughs> bit <laughs> on my background. Uh, yeah, born in North Carolina, lived in Louisiana for a bit. Um, was actually like homeschooled until like the eleventh grade. So really? yeah, yeah, definitely uh, missed out on a lot of social experiences as a, as a kid. So uh, yeah, a kid was nerdy. But you you got to college. Bad nerdy. Uh, yeah, so moved to Louisiana for a bit, uh, then went to Vanderbilt, uh, transferred to Penn State, where I uh, got a degree in petroleum engineering. Moved to New Orleans and worked for Shell as a reservoir engineer. Um, and then, 
Shell gang, shell gang. Hey, yo, I'm praying. Hey, I'm praying for y'all, bro. I saw that that, that dividend drop today. I'm praying. Hey, they cut that dividend today. I'm like, who hiring, bro? I'm praying for y'all, bro. And we'll talk after this, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so at the time I was working at Shell, found out about like the space that we're running our business in. Um, we just started like doing it like as a side hustle, just like making money on the side. And then it got like, it like really like started like growing. We started like getting like lots of clients, uh, making like lots of connections. Um, so company like built up over time last year, like around May, I was like, all right, like need to just do this full time because honestly, like I'm young right now. And yeah. if I don't go and try to like build my own like brand, build my own business, then yeah. like if I don't do it now, then who knows like when I ever be able to do it. So quit my job at Shell, um, and then we moved out to San Francisco um, to run the business. And how many how many how many years were you at Shell before you quit? Uh, I know uh, no, three years. Yeah, three years. Yeah. Three so years. like, I mean, we're gonna get into what y'all business actually is, but like at that point, you felt that confident like yo, I'm gonna just drop this and start something new like was there any like anxiety or something like that before going into it oh there's so much anxiety bro like i remember the day because like I, I i told my parents or of course i got like running by my parents like told the whole family I was like yo i'm quitting like i'm like doing this like full time and my mom was like josh please now she was like, she was like, she was like, like super worried. She's like, what if she's like, just like stay, like make more money and then go take a risk of that. I was like, nah, mom, like, like now is the time. Like if it's not now, it's never. I never, I remember like going into um, my boss's office, like the day I was quitting and like I messaged, I like pinged him. I was like, yo, like I need to talk to you. And he was like, okay, like come down to my office. Went in there, bro. I was sweating bullets <laughs> the night before I could barely sleep. So I walk in there and I'm like, bro, I need to tell you something. He's like, he's like, what's up? I'm like, I'm I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he was like, you're kidding, right? I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm quitting. Like, I have to leave the company. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, it was definitely scary because, like, I just turned 26 last year, so off my parents' like insurance, like, literally all 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 of my all on our own. So like the only money that we're making is like through this business. Um, but the business like has grown and is doing well, um, well enough to like support us like financially. Um, so that, that, that's been amazing. Um, but then also like we like raised some money as well, which has also like helped us like put us like in a good spot. Um, we'll say like, it's not an easy step. I, I don't care what stage you're at in life. Like if you're like making that leap to go do your own thing, it takes a lot of, a lot of courage and like self-reflection. Um, but honestly, like running a business has been like a dream come true, you know? Like you feel um, you always had to do it? That was your, you feel like that was your, like your call and your passion? I've, I've always been entrepreneurial. I, I, I can talk about like exploits we had as kids, what we did to like make money and stuff. Side ventures, yeah. and, like hustles and stuff, we would try. Yeah, and like I, I always knew like going into Shell, I was like, this is not what I want to do. I feel that, I feel that. Like, like yeah, kind of like, I mean, like, no shade at anyone, yeah. but, like, my mentality was, like, um, I can't, like, I was, like, looking at coworkers who were, like, 20, 30 years older than me, and I was, like, I was, like, I can't be doing the same thing 20, 20 30 years from now. Like, that, that, that's just not my vibe. 
Um, so yeah, like I knew like a, an adjustment needed to be made. And that's good. And I know like we've been, we've been kind of hinting at what y'all business is and like, you know, we're going to talk about uh, that little giveaway, giveaway, you know, later, but can actually, yeah, David, let me get you to like break down or one of y'all break down what exactly yeah. on, a, on the most basic, like no lecture type shit. What is y'all business? All right. So I guess like the easiest way to explain it is like goat or phones. So like goat is What's like goat? a uh, <laughs> marketplace, <laughs> like the uh, online like um, uh, marketplace for shoes, right? But like goat is more like B to C. We are like B to B. So like we like connect like um, like wholesalers, retailers, and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. So I basically connect like. If I'm, uh, let's say, I have mad phones, I want to sell it. Y'all find the buyer base, like y'all create that marketplace to find. So the like, so like you know, you know how like eBay operates, right? Like someone yeah. will post something on eBay, and then someone will go and purchase what they posted. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's a marketplace <laughs> for used smartphones, and uh -huh. it's tailored towards businesses. So we have actual companies transacting through our platform, right? So there are these. There's this like hidden industry no one knows about, right? And like the best way that I know to explain it is just from a simple like user perspective. So like let's say uh, you want to upgrade your phone. Like you want to get the new iPhone Pro Max, right? And you have like what, like a, an iPhone like 8? And you're like, oh. <laughs> you, have, like, you have like an iPhone 8 and like you want to go trade it in your new phone so you go trade in apple gives you a credit towards your new phone you take your new phone and you forget about that iphone 8 plus right so that iphone 8 plus gets sold to a company who then sells through our platform oh and so there's, there's these massive companies they're getting thousands of these phones a day and then they try and find like buyers like retail storefronts in the united states international um, distributors Etc. So these these phones are resold to consumers. So they're sold here in the United States and then also like in, internationally. So in Nigeria, like there's like a huge like use smartphone market. Ukraine, Dubai, etc. And uh, and earlier, so I mean, from that perspective, it makes sense. Like a, it's like a legit business, right? Like how did y'all get it? Like how do you even find that like entry though? Like how do you even <laughs> like as as a model put it as a, as a model put it. It was Gato. <laughs> it was it was oh, Gato. It was Gato. And um, I remember that though. Yeah, so I mean like to be honest, like kinda like our So like we really like started off super slow. So like we first got into it because I like wanted to sell I think it was like an iPhone eight plus, right? And so I like took it to Sprint and Sprint said that they would pay me like fifty five dollars. So I'm like, yo, like what like like what? So I like look like online and we like find that, that like we can sell phones for like 50 to like $150 higher online than to like oh. store. Yeah, yeah. So like from there, we like bought and sold like, like, like very, very um, small scale that, 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 that then like grew and grew and grew. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. a GameStop type B. Yeah. Yeah. GameStop, GameStop is ripping you off. GameStop <laughs> is ripping you off. GameStop <laughs> is ripping you off. Hey, yeah. let us hey. know. Let us know. 
Games I've been ripping you off. <laughs> no, it says three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> And what's funny, bro, do you remember? I think it was 2018 when I first started a show. You hit me up to tell me about this idea. And yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, bro, I was like, bro, you can I was like, you can do this in your own city. And you were like, something don't seem right. Hey man, I don't know. That seemed too good to be true, bro. <laughs> but I will say, I will say, like, although I didn't do it, I think. I think it was meant to be though, because like if I was doing it, I didn't have like no passion for it. I feel like you wouldn't have wanted me on the team. You know what I'm saying? Like it wouldn't have been really there. So, and like how how big is y'all team? Like are y'all doing this everywhere? Like is it just SF or what? Uh yeah. So the way that it works is uh, we have clients all over the United States. Uh, we have people that I mean yeah. So yeah. So like we have clients all over the United States, and then internationally we have clients as well. So. Um, we've sold phones to Nigeria, Ukraine, Dubai, China, Latin America, yeah, like Venezuela, um, Dominican Republic, Mexico, etc. Yeah, so there's like there's a client like like there's a client base in literally every country in the world. It's a massive. Everybody got phones. Everyone, yeah, everyone needs a phone. Everyone needs a phone. So yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, like we started off locally. Um, and then as time progressed, we kind of like started building like our own, like, um, I guess like digital footprint and started bringing on more people from all over the world. Yeah. And then what is the reason why, like, why are y'all in SF right now? Uh, so the move to SF was a strategic move really just to like immerse ourselves deeply, like within the startup space. Um, we really wanted to be surrounded by other founders, people who were building like businesses. People, yeah. uh, and then we wanted to make sure that we were in an environment where we could easily meet investors because we knew to take this like to the next level, we would need like some venture capital funds. So we moved out of here with, like, with that intention of meeting investors um, and then meeting other founders. Um, and it's been a great experience so far. Oh, one thing I want to say is uh, for the people asking questions that we may not touch on right now, uh, submit it via the question feature right there at the bottom so that we can at least get it at the end of the, so at the, end of the episode. We're going to have like a Q&A. So, so just in case we miss y'all questions, uh, please submit it. So the first question I just saw is, do y'all resell other products? Is it just phones or what? So on the platform right now, it's just phones. Um, if you go to our website, we're only dealing with iPhones right now. That's because we... Um, are intentionally like limiting the market of the devices that we work with and perfecting that before we start switching off to other devices. Um, but the context we have, like in, I guess, like our, our Rolodex, deal with all types of devices. Yeah. Um, so, so like backdoor, we sell like watches, wearables, AirPods, tablets, laptops. Yeah. Basically, Everything electronic. Yeah, basically, we, we we had the hookup. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, uh, brings it back. I, I want to touch on that raffle that we're going to mention at the towards the end. So, um, one, I want to first give you guys a shout out for even willing to do this. I know it's a business. So I can't just be, you know, giving out stuff. But uh, for the people that don't know, um, Josh and David have actually decided to give choose one lucky winner, right? And basically, what we need you guys to do is actually tune and pay attention. And then tomorrow, we're actually going to post questions from the show. 
and basically what happens is whoever whoever answers it whoever is able to answer all the questions we're gonna choose like a random winner and you get your own choice of any apple product at a heavily discounted price so uh more detail be told about that discount but i think just just for y'all to even do that is really is dope like y'all don't have to do that for me i appreciate that but I just want to give you that from that. And um, so going off the um, the SF strategic move, like, where do y'all see y'all like building into? Like, what is this gonna be? Uh, okay, so right now, I mean, like, uh, I think it's like evidently clear that not many people know that this market even exists, right? <laughs> Whole ass quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's, 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 like, easy, bro. It's, it's pretty clear that people don't like, know this market exists. Um, so we want to be like the most front-facing platform known around the world as a place for, for businesses to source devices that they'll sell to their customers. Um, and we want this to be a completely international platform where we have buyers and sellers, um, not only in the U.S., but like, in every country throughout the world. Yeah. Um, I think like we've made like a lot of like um, – like uh, progress in the last like four months um but there's so much more that we need to do there's so much more we need to do and like every day it's like we we figure out like something something new or like ways to grow the business um so it's been like really exciting especially like this like last month has been like really cool yeah yeah something else that's really cool is like if you if you, if you, if you, if you like see like what we've um built like it it like works for um phones but in time it'll work for everything really so like shoes shirts clothes everything so at that point we're like aiming to really be like the um like think of like amazon of like wholesale um okay we got the next okay that's good and we got some some questions coming in already okay cool (laughs) (laughs) no 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 no. niger billionaires (laughs) (laughs) Billion. <laughs> Got a first question from Carl the boy. What up, huh? <laughs> uh, okay, strategy for securing funding. Okay, so we went about this in uh, two ways. So the first, we moved to San Francisco, immediately started reaching out to uh, um, like people who could introduce us to investors, right, right. Um, and then like other just like, so, like warm people. Yeah. Right. So we reached out to people who were kind of connecting the space already. Luckily for, for us, my cousin um, and like little brothers and stuff had been operating like in Silicon Valley for a while. Paul will probably meet them yeah. and like talk to them on the So we were able to get like lots of intros to investors. Um, but like the way that we ultimately decided to go was through an accelerator. So we applied to accelerator called Y Combinator um, and got in. Um, and so they invest in you in the company initially, and then afterwards you go through this um, this like huge like I guess like coming out day called Demo Day. On that day, you pitch to like a thousand investors, um, and like you're able to secure funding through them. Um, so we're actually still like in fundraising fundraising mode. We have like calls with investors just about every day, doing like due diligence. Um, they're asking to, us. I'm trying to drop some numbers though. Y'all said fundraising, bro. <laughs> what are we talking though? You know, we, we capitalize. Uh, uh, listen, so so we we actually have a um, an article coming out 
um, on Forbes in a in Wait, like a what? next month. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> yeah. Is that Forbes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have an article releasing um, then. Um, at that time, we'll like release like our like fundraising uh, accomplishments and all that. But for now, we want to uh, keep it a little hush lift until we've actually closed the funding. Yeah. Man, um, but yeah, y'all just said Forbes like it's nothing though. <laughs> <laughs> y'all heard it here first. <laughs> y'all heard y'all y'all heard it here first. Y'all heard it first. <laughs> y'all heard it first. Software. Okay. Oh wow! So it's funny. We actually built it from scratch. So right now we have a team of five devs and one designer. Um, for the first like year, we only had like three what, devs. What are devs that people don't know? What are devs? Oh, I feel like these are like people that code. So like people that can make a like website app. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we actually hired them. They are located actually in Nigeria. Uh. Lagos, but yeah, Wait, so, so that worked out. Sorry. Sorry? So your team is in Nigeria, as in like, like how did you, like how did you get that? Yeah, so we actually met them from a company that like me and Josh worked on back in 2012 called the uh, Relief Group. So like they like um, hire staff over there. So, like <laughs> that, we like oh, built this entire really like network of like very very good um people that can code so we brought them on for SA back in 2016. Hi season two. Like right now, um, I guess like in terms of software, we're like two weeks away from like fully launching our full-blown platform. Um, so like that'll be going live soon. Uh, and what's the back end? Um, in terms of like the code that, that we use for the front end, we use um, React.js and then for the back end, we use MongoDB. Um, if anybody's like familiar with coding. Yeah, um, like, I don't even really know what that means, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something really exciting that we are bringing, if you like do know coding, is that we're like bringing in um, AI into um, as a soon. So uh, that would be very, very dope. And Josh can explain how we'll. Uh, yeah. So uh, one thing we're working on with the business, um, and I think like this is going to be like somewhat of a moat for us. Um, what we're doing is we're training our computer program. <clears throat> to be able to identify scratches on a device. So um, when people grade these, these phones and sell them, they actually will sell them based off like the condition that determines the price. Um, but right now, all of, all of like the, like to, to find out the condition of, of a device, you have to like visually inspect it like in hand. Um, and so what we're building is a machine learning algorithm that can take a picture of a device scan the device for scratches, and then output a condition for it. Um, and so by doing this, we're bringing the first objective grading criteria into this market, um, which isn't being done and is like very like opaque from, and different from, from company to company. Um, so yeah, that's how we're, we're bringing like new tech into the space um, just to bring more transparency into it. Damn, yo. Y'all legit. 
I got some more questions coming in. Okay, wait. Okay, so process of procuring product. Um, okay, so um, I guess like we had explained earlier that the, the majority of these devices are coming from individuals or from individuals who are trading in their devices, and then those phones are aggregated and sold to these wholesalers or these businesses that we work with. So that's how they get their devices from people that trade in um, old phones. Um, and then we simply are connecting that wholesaler with a buyer who needs those devices to sell to their customer base. Um, so that's like how the, all the whole procurement um, works. I guess the biggest thing is just like actually like finding these um, these like companies and then interacting with them, which is like the tricky part. Um, so we've kind of like figured that out. Like we like know who to reach out to. Um, so yeah, we've been able to find people. Um, but yeah, that that's how the process works. There you go. And we got some more questions coming in. Uh, yo, Juan, put that question in the uh, questions. I got you after this. Uh, the story behind the name Easy. Okay, so uh, I think David answered this like in the in the questions yeah. log, but um, so I'm I'm a Nigerian in the tribe specifically that uh, and drop the Nigerian flags. Yeah, is is e uh, well, I'm Igbo, um, and so <clears throat> in the Igbo language, Eze, which is the actual pronunciation, means king, um, and so. Like kind of like our business, our business strategy is war based. So everything we do um, has like a war connotation to it. Um, so as like we like meet weekly, we um, call like war tactics. Um, yeah, even like, like war chest. Yeah, even at, like you know, our, our accounting scheme is yeah, all based on on like uh, war strategy, etc. So um, that was just how, how the name came to be. It's a short name, and like I think it's like pretty easy to remember. And then also. Um, in the U.S., we just pronounce it as easy. Um, so kind of like a play on words, um, but with like a, I guess like a deeper meaning behind the actual name of the company. Yeah, but as as you can tell, we we rep Nigeria hard in everything. <laughs> you got to, bro. You got in to. everything. In everything we do. I got another question on the way. Biggest setbacks and challenges in your journey. There's so many. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I'll talk. Lot. Yeah, so I'll talk about uh, a couple um, that I think like were that like were like heart wrenching, but at the same time like uh, kind of like made us be like like going at this even harder. Um, so I think like the first uh, like couple months we started doing this business, we started like meeting like suppliers and stuff. Um, and there was just like one um, company that had been supplying us with a pretty steady like number of devices. Um, and so I, I'll never forget this, this time. David was actually in New Orleans visiting and he was the one doing the business with them because their company was based in Jacksonville. Anyway, so the lady like messages us and says, hey, I just got like a big shipment of, of phones in at a good price. Um, here's the price. Um, but like you guys need to send me the money now or I can't hold them for you. So we were like, man, like, this is a really good deal. Like she's been good to us. Like, um, things have gone really well. Um, and so like, we like talked it out. I think it was like a couple like days 
to do it. We actually, we sent them the money up front. Um, and we never got it back. And we lost, I think we oh, lost like. You were hurt, bro. Yeah, so I think we it lost hurts. like uh, five grand on yeah. the deal. Five and like, it was, like, five and, like yeah, right and it was, it was so sad because like, it was like literally all the profit we had made <laughs> up until that point. <laughs> and it was just gone. It was all, it was gone. Like we like, I tried calling like my, my, I, I tried calling my PayPal. I called my debit card company. Like, called, called and so we, we had sent some of the money through Apple Pay. I don't never use Apple Pay again yeah, because to this day, because like they like refused to help us. It was just it was tragic, <laughs> tragic story. <laughs> to, this, to this day, to this day, um, so it was it was like super tragic. Um, but I think like it kind of like made us like wake up, like 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 like, like hindsight being twenty twenty. Like looking back on the deal, is like come on, man. Like why would you make the decision? And I think like that has kind of like trained us never or like to to make sure that we like vet every deal through and never just put up money um, without like any like uh, insurance so um since then like we haven't um been scammed or lost any money so it was like a it was a good learning lesson um i'll say the other setback that we had um that i think was like pretty impactful was so we I told you that we had applied for the YC yeah, com, combinator for y, y combinator first um, and and got in but we actually applied twice so the first time we applied was about like honestly I think it was like a, a year this, at this time last yeah, year it was like, like a year and a week ago wow. yeah yeah that we went for our, for our interview and I had planned on quitting Shell like like everything was planned I was like all right we're gonna go. So I see, like go there, get in. Yeah, because you find out you find out day up. So yeah. I was gonna get into Y Combinator, get funding for the business, go back Move to Cali, be like, "Yo, I'm done. <laughs> uh, I quit my job." And um, we didn't get it, unfortunately. And, <laughs> it was yeah, such. Bro, I was. It was such sick. a blow. I like we. We like interviewed. Yeah. And then you wait all day long. Bro. All day. So long literally, like. Eight hours, you just wait, just like yeah. sitting there, bro, like mad, like nervous, yes. and like, you know, they think about it. Yeah, and like the way it works is if you actually got it, they call you. Right. And if you didn't, they, they send you an email. And oh. like, so like I turned like my, my email notifications on. We were driving. All right, so like we, we had waited until like eight, nine o'clock, hadn't gotten anything. And so <laughs> we were like driving back to our place and like mid-drive. <laughs> We get the email, bro. And I, yo, I, nice. I had like a panic attack. Like I had to like, I had to like pull over. I had to, I had to pull over. Hey, it's here, bro. I was like, yo, set out of the car. Like, like it was like my life was over. I was so sad. I was so sad. Um, but like we realized, I think like, like for us, it was like, okay, let's prove them wrong. Like let's build out a product they're going to be sorry that they missed out on. Um, so, um, from that point I was like, you know what, like, I'm still going to quit. Like, this is a viable business. We know that, um, let's just go out, go all out and do it. So still went forward and like quit the job and everything. Um, and I think like that, like really like give, gave us like the, like resilience in the business. Like, even though like someone says no, like keep fucking, keep, keep fighting. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. hey, is this live? Is this live? Uh, can we rely? <laughs> hey, nice question, bro. That's enough. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what we got. We got some good questions in here. 
Uh, I'm gonna go with the boy Manny. Also, before y'all answer this, so I want to give a heads up. We got about 20 minutes left, so I'm gonna go till about there's five minutes left. Then we gotta kind of wrap it up, but I just want to give y'all a heads up. Okay. Yeah, great question. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, okay, so I think like from every from like the inside of every company, I think a lot of people will say that luck was the reason why they were successful. Um, but everyone from the outside would say it was all hard work. Um, I definitely think like it, it's, it's a mixture of the both. Um, like we were, I think like we, we came into the space at a really interesting time. Um, and like with like our backgrounds, like kind of like being in tech, um, running companies before we knew how to drive the, or build a company like, and had like low cost, especially on the software development side. Um, and then like, there was a lot of hard work that, that went into it. Like um, you can ask like any of my friends in new Orleans, I'm like a, a very outgoing guy, but during the week, I don't talk to anyone. Like I don't like hanging out with people on weekdays. Um, and like, even on weekends, like Saturdays and Sunday mornings, I'm usually doing work. Um, so, I mean, like, even like, like during YC, we were, do, we were working 12 hours, 12 hours at least a day. Um, so like, there was a lot of like hard work that's gone into this, but I think like, um, just like being like in this space at this time, even finding out about the space, the way that we did just coming out to like pockets of, of information, um, like luck definitely played a huge factor in, in how, in our progress. Right, we got another. Y'all get sending some good questions, though. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Hey, we got the boy with lead in it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and he's in SF right now. Well, lead, what's was good, up. bro? You literally created the software platform. Yeah. So, I mean, I have put it in myself. Um, so, I built the very first version of the platform along with three devs. Um, it sucks actually because like that platform never saw the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the um a light of day um but we like use that for um like like version 2.0 which we like use slightly and then that has been used for like 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 this this one now that we are um building um so like this one has been built by me and five devs yeah you got oh you put two questions in one finesse yeah. Uh, and what is our day to day like? Actually, so it's funny. So like our like devs are nine hours ahead of us. So like usually most nights I'm awake from like midnight till four with them working and like coding with them and then I'll sleep from like four to ten and then wake up and then same thing. Yeah, yeah, every day. Uh, yeah. On my day to day, like it, it really it, it really depends on what's going on that week. Um like every day I would say is different in its own way just like different problems you're trying to solve. Um, so like fundraising has been a big um, like focus of mine recently. So taking lots of calls with investors, um, doing a lot of like financial modeling, like build out my first like financial model this past week. Um, so like a lot of, lots of like learning about like fundraising um, and then just still like trying to grow the business at the same time. Um, so yeah, it really, it really varies from day to day. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, why y'all keep talking about scammers, yo? <laughs> okay, yeah, great question. So fortunately for us, I think like this is like pretty atypical. 
but the, the business that we've been running has been profitable since day one. Besides that, that, uh, that blip with the guy scam. The business has been profitable since, since basically day one. Um, and like, it was just like the seed money that we took out was just money I'd saved up from shell. Um, so just pull out some money and then like use that as working capital. Um, recently we raised like some funding from YC. Um, so that's also like helped. Um, but the business is, is generating money. Um, also because we use Nigerian developers, our costs are like a, lot, much a lot lower than people using devs in the United States. And so that's kind of how we've been able to scale the business on the, on the tech side without like really killing ourselves and diving deep into our pockets. Yeah, like just like put things into perspective, like for a dev year, you would be paying them like pretty much like 70K to like six figures where there you can get like a very, very good dev for about like 30, 35K annually. Yeah. The answer that I'm right here, Shiamaka. Mm. Okay, so, so who's our competitor and what's our, our strategy on staying on top? Okay, so in our space, it's it's a massive space, but it's very, um, very like yeah, it's very like tech light. Um, so like not many people are utilizing um, technology in order to like grow their platforms. I think uh, what we're doing is we're 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 tech first in everything that we do, right? So uh, we want to give people the best user experience in our platform. We want to make it super easy and simple for users to source the devices that they need and for sellers to sell the devices that they have in inventory. Um, so making, so I mean like, I, I guess like the, the biggest thing is us talking to our customers and making sure that their user experience is top notch. Um, competitors, I would say like in this space um, are like, like I said before, like not very tech savvy. Uh, most of them just have like forums or online platforms where you can post a stock that you have but those platforms aren't facilitating any transactions or making sure that no one is getting scammed with, um, in them. Um, and that's like kind of what we're bringing to the space that's, that's not being done. Um, so yeah, I would say like, that's how we're kind of staying ahead. Um, I, I mentioned like our machine learning um, algorithm, like the AI that we're building, um, that really is gonna be like our, our bubble um, or like, our, our, I'm, I'm sorry, not our bubble, our, our moat is having that technology to be able to virtually, um, uh, I guess I like classify a device um, without having to see it um, in person. Um, and like with that, we, we want to like automate the inspection of all devices and then have them sold through our platform. See, I want to give a 10 minute warning. So I'm actually going to give it up for just one more question. I'm sorry for the other ones. I will try to screenshot and try to save it for later. So maybe they can answer it via the story. Cool. We're going to make our last question. That's a good one. Oof. Thanks, Jillian. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Um, okay, so I would say, like, the biggest thing is just open communication. Um, so whenever we, like, plan on doing something, it's letting the other person know, like, okay, like, I have, like, this coming up. Um, I'm going to knock like this work out and like, I may not be able to get to this work. So, uh, let's figure out like if this work needs to be done or not. Um, so yeah, it just like, honestly, just having like clear, um, channel of communication and I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like we, we've known each other all our lives and like, we, we definitely like 
like butt heads. Right, right. Like, like, like with that said, I would say also like to like not be afraid of um, conflict. Like we fight, like we fight. But it always helps at the end of the day because you like both like know that you are both like for the team, you know, like for SA. So yeah, I would I would say there's definitely at least like there's a bi-weekly like big fight that like have. war yeah. yeah like like where there's which no- like always win you know but <laughs> every week bro I win <laughs> we, we 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 won't jump into numbers on like who who wins and who doesn't we we definitely fight. <laughs> Definitely fun. Yeah, I think like if you're starting, if you're running a company with someone, like you need to be able to communicate with that person, um, like on a whole different level. Um, Like people have compared, like you, like being like co-founders having like close relationships than like their partners, (laughs) and I think like that, like is is like really is like so true because like um, to be able to work with someone, you need to know like what their mental. uh like mindset is almost at all times um in order for you guys to run the company well together so like you really have to be like close and like willing to communicate especially about like like personal matters and stuff um that uh like aren't like the easiest things to talk about so if you plan on going into business with someone make sure that you guys have a very like open relationship um and that like when you communicate like you're being like honest uh, and upfront with each other Good question, man. So yeah, that was the last question I'm gonna have here. So what I want to do is just kind of wrap it up before we go. So I want each of, each one of y'all to just drop something that y'all feel has really like kind of stuck with you, like something that's kind of kept y'all motivated doing what y'all do day in and day out. So I'm like, I'm gonna start with David. Like, what what's that uh, little piece of advice you want to drop for us? Uh, me. All right, man. Oh, snap. Wait, sorry. Can you repeat that question? Yeah, so I want I want you to just drop something for the people real quick, kind of like what keeps you motivated. What's like the thing that kind of like keeps you from day in and day out? Just some yeah. advice for us. Yeah, man. Like so for me, like I think that the main thing that drives me is like it's not easy and it's not a like light gift to like be in control of your location and your time. And so like if you have that, you should guard it. So like with that comes a ton of work, you know. Um, um, I'll say like like what like keeps me going is that like everything that I do is is isn't even for me, you know like truly, but it's for like 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 my parents and like siblings and like th- this is really just like phase one of something much much greater for me, you know like I think like if we can take this where we like wanted to go, then we'll like be in such a place where we can build even just like so much like more in, in incredible things, you know, just like improve lives, just to help people. And so really, it's just like, we all have like the same time in yeah. every day. And it's just like how we like use it. And so my, my thing, I think is like, to like use it to like reach as far as I can to like help as much people as I can, honestly. Yeah. Then honestly, I'll be real to make as much money as I can. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying. You talking too much bullshit, bro. I'm trying to get this money, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but uh, we 
we got we got like seven minutes, bro. Something quick, Doug. What you got for us? Top that. Yeah. Top okay. That. So uh, I'll try not get like too deep, um, but like for me, um, I've always like wanted to create something that other people would use. Um, like just like I like like every time like we like like make a new website or something like there's like this like feeling that like you've like created something like a like a baby or something you know that people are actually using. And I think like, that's like been an incredible experience. Um, one thing, and I'm, I, I try not to like go like too deep, but like if I'm being honest, and like I hate like bringing like race into this because it, it's it's so like crappy to bring up. Um, but one one thing, <laughs> dude, 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 uh, one thing that has been like apparent like to us has always been like there's just not enough like people or like like black founders like running their own companies and doing big things um and like i want to be someone who can be like looked up to as like okay like this guy like he's self-made like not going off his parents money or anything like this is someone who just had like a a vision and went for it and like like if he can do it so can i i I don't think like i'm like 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 smart like super smart or anything like I just put a lot of like hard work and like things kind of just like started working out. Um, so like for me, like it's motivating others um, and being like an example or like figure that people can see and be like, wow, like they were able to do something like this. Um, like I can do it too. And then also just like, as <clears throat> like people like in Silicon Valley, like see more and more black people um, create like massive companies that are doing well, like that, barrier or that like friction that comes with funding that next black founder becomes that much easier Very true. so Very it's true. kind of just like helping to be like a, a trailblazer yeah in that space that allows like, other people who come behind us um for it to be a lot easier for them that's good yeah uh, I appreciate that. yeah all right cool so i'm gonna wrap it up so i'm gonna let y'all go but once again man i really want to appreciate y'all for being a part of this you know for first time first time thing like we just yeah, I, thought yeah, it was, yeah. I thought it would work <laughs> I think it was a good time. So I'm gonna let y'all go. But once again, everybody in the crowd, just drop a horse for them, yo. Appreciate y'all taking the time, and then I'm gonna wrap this up. Appreciate yeah, you, bro. Appreciate you. Road, Anything for you, man. Y'all have a good one. Thanks for uh, giving right, us the time, though. No problem, man. Yeah, everyone. I hope y'all enjoyed the debut episode of the Paul and Pals podcast. And I also want to give a big shout out to Josh and David for being real enough to be my first ever guests. If you enjoyed this creative conversation, I would appreciate if you did at least one of the following three things. One, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave me a rating and a review too if you have the time. Two, follow at Paul and Pals on your social media of choice, but ideally Instagram so you can tune in live every other Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern to participate in the conversation and potentially win a raffle prize. Three, share the word people tend to take the referral of a friend or family member seriously so if you know of a friend or a family member that would also enjoy these creative conversations send them a link to an episode lastly if you're interested in coming on the show to share your story please feel free to reach out to me via social media or send me an email at paul that's p-o-l at paulandpals.live and who knows you might just be the next pal that i interview But without any further ado, remember to stay creative. creative.